gentlemen welcome to the very first episode of fourth cut reviews i'm your host ej leeson and with me today is my co-host the man with the plan christopher paul conforti what's up man not too much how about you buddy you know just hanging out nothing too crazy enjoying the fall weather uh it's perfect for this time of year which is october my favorite part of the year which is autumn. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. Um, Obviously, fall is my favorite time of the year, too. Mainly, you got pumpkins, you got apple cider, you got the cool weather, but not not like the the late fall, right? Like, you got to be like Halloween time, where you can just wear a hoodie and be comfortable. But you also have horror movies, which is the best part of it all. The horror movies are the best part of it all. Now, I watch horror movies all year long, right? Me too. But there is something truly special about watching horror movies in October. <laughs> no, there really is. It's it's something like, it's it's so different. So, I, like, I always have uh, a little bit of this debate, right? So, like, a Christmas movie, I, I don't watch a Christmas movie at any other time but Christmas. However... I will watch a horror movie at any time. Oh. Even including Christmas, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I agree. I I feel like <laughs> Die Hard, I can only watch. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, here no, we go. Here we go. No, but I, I really, I do, I feel the same. I feel like horror movies, I can watch all year long. Um, but there's something truly special about watching it come fall you know that first day of fall i'm like oh man these movies are hitting home because the where we live in northeast pennsylvania the weather changes and those leaves are falling and it feels like hadn't magical yeah yeah it's, it's almost magical a little bit yeah i i when it happens i'm like oh this feels like Haddonfield. i love it <laughs> and that's what i i think a truly And this is kind of going into, so what we're doing for October is we're solely watching horror movies because that's what people like us do. (laughs) When you love horror movies, you watch them all in October. So all of our reviews will be for horror movies. Now, a movie that I think is, is good for Halloween and horror, it's a movie that you can watch at any point in the year and it makes you believe like it's a it's a Halloween movie, right? Like that's like the best type of Halloween movie. Oh, I feel absolutely. Or movie. I agree. This movie, not so much. This movie really, I I don't feel puts you in the Halloween vibe. Would you agree with that? Well, I'll even know. It kind of does, but kind of not. Right. Um. So the movie we're talking about today. It will be in the title, obviously, which is a giveaway. But we're talking about Terrifier, which came out in 2016. And the main serial killer in it is named Art the Clown. And 
the premise, it does take place on Halloween night. On Halloween. Yeah. So, to me, yeah, it, it does, because everyone, not everyone, but, you know, um, you know, are definitely in Halloween costumes when the movie starts. And so, to me, it does feel a little like a Halloween movie, but it's something you could probably watch all year long, depending on your taste of horror movies or not. Yeah, <laughs> but... Dep- this one is a little... Ex- it's a unique taste. Yeah. I, I'm not a squeamy per- like squeamish person, but there are parts of this movie that I go, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they push the envelope to a spot where like the rationality they mail, in the they is like, the they're not going to do Chris, that. They don't push the envelope, they mail that damn letter. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, like in your mind, you're trying to make sense of, I, and everybody, I, I feel like, does Ugh. this when they watch the movie, is they try to figure out where it's going to go. Yeah. And there's like a, a spot in the movie that might be one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen in a horror movie. <laughs> but you just think to yourself, he can't possibly do that. Oh, here he is. He's, he's, he's making us think he's going to do it. Oh, my God, he actually did it. <laughs> And that scene, I don't want to give any spoilers. Obviously, if no one has seen this movie and they listen to this and they're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll check it out now. <laughs> but this scene is absolutely gruesome. And I'm a person who has seen a lot of weird stuff happen, a lot of weird shit, you know? And <laughs> this too. is probably the weirdest shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> So, so how did you uh, how did you hear about the Terrifier? Okay, so the first time I heard about this movie was actually from uh, Davey. Uh, like, Dave, I was working with Davey and we got lunch, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, I watched this movie called Terrifier on Netflix. Uh, you should check it out." And me being like, "Okay, I'll add it to my list of stuff I should watch." Right? So I, I didn't. But it was until I think you were like, yo, check out Terrifier. I'm like, why? That you're the second person that told me about this movie. Because <laughs> it was literally maybe like two weeks or three weeks, right? That you're like, check out Terrifier. It's crazy. I'm like, wow, you're the second person that told me to watch this movie. Maybe it's pretty good. Um, so I watched it for the first time. Yeah, it was it's definitely weird it's good it's good like if you're a horror fan you will like come out of this sorry i don't mean to be laughing so much but you'll come out of this and be like you'll dig it if you're a horror movie fan a normal fan of you know just movies that is like an occasional horror fan might come out of this going why not like this is gross yeah it's it definitely has it definitely has a few scenes where you're like I don't know. It's it, it's just one of those things where, like, if you didn't see some of the crazy stuff that happens in horror movies, or you were, like, on the fence of horror movies, this would definitely not be a movie that I would introduce you to, because I think you'd be turned off right away <laughs> from the horror movies. I, lo- I I personally enjoyed it. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Now, how I got into it, which is it's just really weird, so... It's kind of one of those like weird Netflix search things, right? Like you search for a random horror movie, and it's around this time. I feel like mm-hmm. it was around this time, and I, I want to say that Pennywise, like the new It movie, came out, like the first chapter of it. Oh, okay. 
or, or or maybe a little bit it was it was something like that around the time or or maybe it was like the hype of it it was something like but i remember like probably right yeah like like it, it was it was around that time i think it about yeah, yeah i think that's when it came out so it was like it was it was weird because i like my father doesn't like clowns very much yeah. so I was I was antagonizing him with Pennywise and, and it, which he hates the original one more than the new one. But we happened to be scrolling down and he was like, Well, oh, this looks like a creepy clown. Let's watch it. And I was like, Okay, I'm down for that. Now, of course, a lot of the movies that I see on Netflix, I'm not gonna I like I don't think that they have a rewatchability to them. Yeah. This one I came out of and the second that he sits in the diner. You know, oh, like the, the, or not the shop. diner, but the pizza place, yeah. like the pizza shop. The second he sits in the pizza shop and he does the smile, I was like, I'm sold. I love this already. Yeah. It's the creepiest thing. Well, I, I think the pizza shop, um, that whole scene is probably one of my favorite scenes of, of the whole movie. Same here. The suspense in it is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it, they really dial it up. There's nothing that happens, but at the same time, there's, a lot of tension. It's definitely like that rubber band pull. You know what I mean? And you could feel it like getting like pulled by both sides tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And then you're just waiting for something to happen, like something to snap. You know what I mean? So the tension is pretty crazy. And, and so I like that aspect of the pizza shop. Like you could tell Tara is kind of like that creepy clown is not like you know he keeps looking at us he's not okay yeah he's yeah there's something wrong with him and then you have where her friend uh d right is kind of like yeah no he's just he's cute let leave him alone you know he's harmless right and so mm-hmm. she even like gets her picture with him <laughs> and yeah which he, is really fucked yeah up. <laughs> he and he pulls like barney stinson <laughs> Where, like, he doesn't move at all, but then all of a sudden you look at the photo and he's like smiling in it, so it's just not very Barney Stinson. But um, I totally, I don't know. Like, I feel like the movie itself, as it progresses, it definitely takes a lot of weird and crazy turns. That me, I, I not that I'm like desensitized or anything, but. Like there's stuff that I was like, whoa, that's that caught me. Like I could not get over the gruesomeness of some of the kills that I was like, whoa, and even the plot twist in it that I was I just did not expect. I thought that was awesome. Neither did I. And this is and this is weird. So if if you haven't if, if you don't know us or you haven't seen too many of our other podcasts, which EJ is a host of River Dudes, which is a podcast dedicated to Riverdale the TV yes. show and we also had one called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina we're pretty good at predicting where things go yes. I would say we're, we're pretty good at predicting this stuff and neither one of us had seen neither the kills coming or or the twist in a way at the end where you're like well that's a little weird exactly like I, you know I, again I don't want to give anything away but there's a character that gets killed and I was really surprised. I did not expect it at all. Like obviously one character I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's 
cannon fodder, like, or this person or that person. But one person I was like, whoa, okay. I did not, I thought, like, I, I don't want to give any more away. I, I feel like I'm already giving stuff away, but I it it's it really takes a lot of cool turns. I, I'll definitely give it credit on that turn. Like it's it's an it's a badass movie. I actually I really liked it. Especially watching it again for the podcast, which is my second time seeing it now. And yeah, I actually enjoyed it more the second time. Where the first time, you know, it was like a little out there, but at the same time, I enjoyed it. This one, I enjoyed it even more so because I did know where it was going, and there's like a lot of cool stuff like setting up for later on. But yeah. um, yeah, overall, I did really enjoy this movie, and I thought, um, as a horror fan, it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Now, what do you think of the acting in it? Like, I, I actually thought the acting was pretty uh, good. Yeah. For like a general horror movie, this it was it was pretty good. Now the, the guy that plays Art the Clown, I think is fantastic. He's the it, best uh, part, David Howard uh, Martin. He's absolutely he's the best, best part. There's like, uh, you can tell. Like I, I read, you know, one of the cool facts is he actually did work as a mime beforehand, and so without, without saying anything, saying a word, he's silent. But there's times where you know he will get injured. He doesn't even scream. You know what I mean? It's really no. cool. I like that. I noticed that too. I I think that that's like a really good character trait, right? Like he doesn't. There, there's no words that come out of his mouth. There's really no sound that come out of right. his mouth. Like you know how? Um, because I've been watching the first Halloween a lot, and Michael and his breathing is out of control. And the first movie, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, <sighs> right, and so. I think the reason for that is he's probably not getting much exercise in the institution, <laughs> but um, he's probably a little out of oh, shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not even that. It's not like it's just like the fact that he's in a mask too, which kind of uh, yeah can affect breathing. It takes but, off the um, airway. Yeah, so Mike Michael is a silent killer, you know, like where Jason and Freddie. Obviously, Jason has his like right, and then. You have Freddie, who actually has dialogue with the characters. Frank the Clown, however, or Art the Clown, sorry. Um, Art the Clown. He doesn't speak at all. Like, you don't hear a sound from him the entire time, um, even when injured. Like, there's parts where he, he's screaming, like, it looks like he's screaming bloody murder. I'm not going to lie. I laugh hysterically oh, at yeah. that. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh at it, but it's funny because you could you could you could see the way that this this actor who I think is great, David Howard Thornton, he 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 is screaming like he's in pain, but you don't hear anything. So I I always laugh at that because I find it incredibly yeah. funny. Yeah, no, it's really, dude, it's so cool because he will be like like just basically yelling bloody murder. You know what I mean? Like it looks like it, but again, no sound coming out of his mouth. Yeah. You don't hear it. Uh, and he has his little horn. That's the only sound he like really makes, you know. That's it. Yeah, the little the little horn yeah. thing that he keeps that he's he like two clicks. <laughs> but yeah, no. Overall, like this movie was awesome. I actually really enjoyed it, and I thought his acting was great. Uh, Tara, who I would say is like your main protagonist, right? She, yeah, 
She is she's really great. Good. And I know she was in the Bye Bye Man. I think I ever got oh, to see that I one. I think it's on Hulu, I think, right now. But anyways. Um, okay. And she's really good in the Bye Bye Man. But yeah, she's great in this. And yeah, she would be like the main protagonist. Um, Dee's pretty good. And then Victoria, right? Or, Vi- or Vic. Yeah. Yeah, she um, she's great in it too. Now Vic is the sister to Tara, and um, I I won't give this part you know this part's okay to talk about, but basically, D and Tara go back to their car in the tires flat, so they actually have to call Vic, which is Tara's sister, to come pick them up, and so I won't give any more away, but um, yeah, so she comes into it. And when she does, she's really good too, you know. Yeah, she she's pretty good herself. There, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things within the movie that are it gets you feel like a whole different wide variety of emotions. Some of them are you're gonna be like laughing, or at least <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. Some of them like you expect something to happen, like like. There'll be a spot where you're expecting, oh, yeah, Art the Clown's going to be there. But the way that he's there is different than what you expect him to be there with. Yeah. Like, there, like not to do a spoiler, but there's a scene, a specific scene, I'd say maybe about 20 minutes in, in a car. And, and something happens, and you expect him to be there, and he is there. But when they show him, he's not doing what you think he's going to be doing. He's doing something, like, really creepy and really, like, really like i don't know like to screw yeah. with you yeah if that makes sense you yeah. know what scene i'm talking about uh, like i didn't ex- i expected him to be there but i didn't expect that like how they show Actually, him <laughs> you know, um even like the first time and then even this time watching it uh there's a scene where he's just like perfectly still right like the girl runs and yeah. she runs into him i don't i won't say characters or anything but she runs into Art the Clown and he's just like standing there still and she just like she comes to a dead stop and he and she's like just looking at him almost like he's like frozen, right? And then he just moves his arms towards her and dude, it freaks me out both times. It, it was really cool. I don't really, I, not that I jumped, right? But it just, it's freaky. It's like, it was really cool. So I really enjoyed that. That like, it's so little but so much at the same time. You know, like it's like it's not a jump yeah. scare. A lot of times they try to do jump scares by uh, jump things scares. coming into frame, and so you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about, like the moves and it comes oh yeah, frame. yeah. A lot of times they try to do so, jump scares. Uh, this particular jump scare, he's like in frame, and all he does is move, and it's just like ah, you know. So it's really good. I mean, there's a lot of uh, awesome payoffs that the director does have without even doing the gore stuff like i like though he he shot that pizza shop scene like again one of my favorite scenes and there's nothing that happens it's just the tension that's there yeah it's it does a really good job of of setting up tension now where art is concerned where do you think he ranks in the the kind of like horror Legends of um, Clowns. I, I just mm, okay. It's, it, this is tough because I, I think a lot of people 
tend to put Pennywise first. And and we've now we've seen two different iterations yeah. of Pennywise. And both of them have been really good. But Art the Clown is kind of a different type of animal because he, he could terrify you without actually saying <laughs> yeah. anything. And he's pretty no holds barred. <laughs> um yeah, I and I feel like I feel like his his uh how do I want to say it, his notoriety has been increasing now for a little bit. Right. You know what? That's that's pretty tough to say, because I do feel like Pennywise is. I feel like Pennywise is probably locked right. in like, at number in, one. In two, you know what I mean? Like I feel like the two Pennywise were pretty great. I. Yeah, and then of course you have the, the whole Pennywise. Pretty much made our generation yeah. terrified of clowns. I don't know that Art the Clown's going to necessarily do that well, with the I, next I generation. I, I think <laughs> very but it's impossible to yeah, tell. He, he, might. he might. He's literally that good. Um, yeah. This is, like, this is a clown that's like different. Like Pennywise, what? He like f- plays yeah, off he, of your fears? He, this clown will just take yeah. a gun and shoot you. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean. Like he goes from using, you know, a knife to a gun, which is the first time you really get like a serial crazy killer slasher that's actually arming himself. <laughs> so um, I know. No, he he's really I don't know, he, he's an awesome character. I, I really I I think to be honest, he carries the movie. You know what I mean? Even though there's awesome actresses oh, yeah. doing phenomenal work, I think Art the Clown is like the main character, you know, and so I he does yeah. carry that movie because uh, a lot of times, like for the original setups, like like original Nightmare or original Halloween, you'd be like, okay, Laurie Strode's the main character, or Nancy Loomis is like the, you know, Nancy, yeah, Nancy, Thomas. Nancy Thompson, yeah. Thompson, Thompson. I know. Come on, I you're know. the Nightmare on Elm Street I, I fan. I said Nancy Loomis because I've been watching Halloween. So, yeah. Um, Halloween. But, yeah, so they're always, like, the main character, right? And then as the series goes on, it kind of becomes more Michael-esque, you know, or more Freddy. But yeah. in this case, yeah, I feel like Art is pretty much the main character throughout the film. I don't know. Which is cool. I'm kind of excited to see, and and for for those of you that don't know, there is supposed to be a sequel coming out. I think it's it was supposed to be released later this year, but unfortunately, like most things with COVID, it got delayed. So I'm kind of wondering how they're going to push the envelope. Just, just thinking, of, I know uh, Felissa Rose is going to be in it from oh, yeah. Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of like wondering how they're going to push the envelope a little bit with it. But I'm, I'm I'm actually very much looking forward to it because it's just a it, it's a different type of horror movie and we'll get into rankings in a little bit. But just trying to figure out like where where this ranks for horror movies, where's a rank as an overall movie, and, and where where do you think Art the Clown will go if they so if they never made another Art the Clown movie, and this movie which I believe now is off of Netflix, but it was on Netflix for a while. Do you think 10 years from now, five to 10 years from now, people will be talking about the art of the clown? It's like, it's weird to 
prophesize it a little bit, but I could say that I knew from like two years ago, I didn't see many much Art the Clown stuff around at all. Last year when we went to horror movie conventions, I feel yeah. like it was like everywhere. Um, it, yeah, it was. There was a couple of people dressed up as art, but then also just like the memorabilia and stuff was a lot. Like there was a lot of cool stuff. A lot of masks that were being sold. That's where you bought yours, right? Yeah, the trick or treat. Yeah, I, I bought mine. Out, um, actually, no, I bought mine off of Trick or Treat, which essentially that's where the vendors get it from for the most part. They get it from Trick or Treat and they they resell it. I didn't have enough money at that point because I blew all my money yeah. getting autographs. No, I, I would say the, the vendor, uh, like you walked around and you saw like the T-shirts, uh, a lot of masks and... Just like, you know, all the different types of cool memorabilia that you can find. But there was a lot for Terrifier. Like Art the Clown. Now, I think I haven't, because of COVID, I've been laying low. I'm curious on if I was to go to Hot Topic, if I would see anything uh, Terrifier. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe one of our viewers can say that. If you've been to Hot Topic or a place like Spencer's, have you seen anything Terrifier? Um He's very recognizable by his face because he, he actually kind of looks like a mime slash clown yeah. now that I really think about it. Oh, yeah. If you really think about it, he does. Especially like the hat. The hat, like, the hat's what I think makes him the scariest, to be honest with you. The hat uh, and the see, nose. I think it's like the the cheekbones, like the, you know, raised cheekbones coming down to like the extended chin, you know? Like just the, the facial structure is pretty creepy. But then again, the teeth. The teeth are kind of insane. You know what I mean? It's like black and red. The smile. The smile. Black and with like a little bit of red. Um, So it's just, yeah. It's gross. It's disgusting. But (laughs) to say the least. It is incredibly gross. But I mean, I would would definitely say to check it out. So we're going to have a new new feature coming on here. A new, I I don't know how we want to say it, a new category. With, we're, we're going to try to do with all these movies is can you solve this movie within 15 <laughs> minutes? I know that I cannot. I like if, if you were, so if you were in the main character's shoes, could you solve or could you prevent the end of the movie or could you get there quicker? I don't think I can. I, I literally sat there all day at work today trying to figure out if I was in a pizza shop and some dude was like just staring at me, but not like a long, like it's not a long encounter, right? Like it's maybe like what, um, three minutes, three to four minutes. Yeah, like it's, it's not it, a it really long encounter. Not that long. I mean, the scene, it, you know, obviously is setting up some stuff, but overall, I feel like the pizza shop scene is pretty short. It's definitely under five minutes, I, I would say. It's definitely under five. So, if if you and the way that this segment kind of works is you have to put yourself in that main character's shoes. So if you are this person and you have this weird clown, but it's Halloween, so I feel like my mind would probably go to well, it's probably yeah. drunk, ready to pass out, or he's just taking the Halloween stuff a little bit too far. I don't know that I would be able to accurately predict what would happen to me in the future. I'm not sure if there was, was there any telltale for you. I mean, uh, obviously, no, the I would clown's be dead a creep. so quick. 
But it's, it's not even. I I would yeah, me too. I would be like, wow, cool costume, man. You did a lot of awesome work. <laughs> and I would probably get stabbed right in the face. Yeah, oh, I I think I would too. Now let's talk about how useless <laughs> the pizza shop owners are, right? Like Art does like this like disgusting, so juvenile delinquent thing in the bathroom, and they don't even call the yeah. cops. I feel like I would like, be on the phone calling the cops. I don't care if it's Halloween. I don't care if the person's drunk. You do this horrible, disgusting thing, which is one of the things that makes me gag every time I see it. You do this thing. I'm calling the I would cops. be like, uh, hello, please. Yeah, some guy just went all Jackson Pollock with shit in our bathroom. <laughs> and also signed his name in poop. So, yeah. And poop. So please get your ass down here right now because he's just kind of sitting here. I kicked him out, but let me yeah. give you an accurate description of it, of who this person is. So, like, I feel like we're going to be good at this segment right. a lot of times, but this segment, I, I feel like I'd, I would just, I, I would go down the same route as Tara went down, and, you know, that's, no, I, I couldn't solve honestly, it. I feel what, like if might happen if i was given if i was in the situation i'd die pretty quick Uh, second just being a casual more than casual horror film watcher right or viewer um i would not predict the way this movie plays out at all like everything i would try to predict that would happen in this movie did not happen because i always do that like i always see a movie and i go okay this is probably setting this up for this this and this and then oh yeah we talk about this all the time in theaters oh one of us usually has no doubt from the trailer of knives out i called it i was like i think it's this person right and before we watched the movie i was with camille and i was like i think i already know who it is from the trailer and she's like really who do you think it is and i was like well it's this person right i don't want to give it away for people who haven't seen it but um and she goes i don't know this seems a little crazy and then we watch the movie and then boom you know what i mean so we always i don't know i was i was i grew up watching a lot of like detective conan and stuff and being a sherlock holmes fan so to me it's like you know all the details uh so always i always have like a keen eye for details and so i'm always like trying to pay attention to everything and so a lot of times my mind races to the end and tries to predict what happens in this case like this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i did not call anything at all <laughs> except art the clown was probably going to kill most of the people in the movie <laughs> That's that's about it. Most of the people, yeah. So do we have any um, uh, pop culture references? Really. No. Uh, normally, you know, when I watch movies, I'm like, oh, I can pick out a lot of cool references or, or you know, things like that. But um, not a lot of that. But there are some cool facts. Like, this movie um, <laughs> has a little bit of a mystique about the budget. Because uh, on IMDb, it says it was made for $800,000. But if you try to, like, Google it, and it, it says it was only made for $100,000. So I really don't know how much this movie was made for. Um, but it does look 
like it was made i would say even between that you know what i mean like maybe four hundred thousand. i don't know like a little lower but but other oh and then also this was actually a short film at first and then it was featured in the all hallows eve and then they made this into like a full length film so this is this is art the clown's technical third edition or third edition into the cinematic world but i i believe that there's right, yeah, there's yeah, like different this, actors uh, actor i think right like i don't think incredible right um he's only in this one where there was a different actor for all hallows eve so i remember that one getting kind of yeah. hard to get into i have to give it a rewatch but i think i think that the like David Howard Thornton just kind of set the bar a little bit too high for when I saw the Terrifier going back and watching All Hallows Eve. Now I heard it is a good movie, so I have to give it a you know another chance on it. But I remember not having the same right. opinion that I had of the Terrifier. Yeah, and then also uh, there's a lot of cool things that the filmmakers, or well, the director and writers did um, where. There are clues, especially it starts with this interview of one of the survivors of Art the Clown and um, mm-hmm. the lone survivor. And there's like a sign in the reporter's makeup room. And, I, you know, like if you pay attention to that sign, it actually comes back to like how the movie ends it's pretty cool so that that's like a little like like i said i'm always like looking for stuff and so i noticed that and uh i was like oh that's probably something and so yeah that was something you know what i mean but um yeah so uh, there are a lot of cool things like that kind of foreshadow and if you look for them i don't want to give too much away yeah yeah that's we don't we're not trying to do that film and my review would be like, dude, yeah, it's if you're a horror fan, a hundred percent check it out. If you're a casual horror fan, maybe. But if you're just like a film fan and you just come across this movie, this is probably not for you. Yeah, I don't think you would like it. You're not gonna like it. Yeah, I think that you're gonna see that probably in the ratings aspect of it when we give our ratings because. Our overall film grade of it might change right. as opposed oh, to what we think of like, it as I, If I had movie. to grade this movie, I would have to grade it as, as like... Right. It, it's definitely a genre piece. Like, if you like horror movies, you'll like it. The lighting is there. The acting is there. The creepiness, like, the creepiness of the aesthetics, that's there. Like, the backdrop is, is super creepy of it. And in both places, even the, the pizza shop, but also yeah, where like the, the main part of the building. movie takes place. Um, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. With, with like a oh, rap problem. My baby. <laughs> um, that lady. Only guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, but, that's a whole uh, other episode. No, I, I would say, yeah, like there <laughs> would be two different ratings for this movie. And I would have to rate it as a horror fan but then rate it as a movie. So we'll, we'll get into that, but first let's All right. take a little bit of a break and we'll be right back. 
Hey, horror fans, this is David Howard Thornart, the clown himself, and I just want to say, Fourth Cut Reviews is a cut above the rest! <laughs> Alright, we are back. Welcome back to Fourth Cut Reviews. Again, your host, EJ Leeson. What's up? And I'm here with my dude, my boy, my little apple scrapple baby boy, uh, Chris Conforti. What's up, dog? <laughs> Not too much, man. How about that Dude, awesome shout out by David Howard Thorne? Uh, you blew me away when you you showed me that. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so, here's a special thanks to David Howard Thornton for actually yeah, doing we, this video for like us. It's very off, much man. appreciated. Like, that was a good good way to start us off. Um, <laughs> Great actor. And yeah. obviously, a great guy, uh, our friend yeah, David awesome Howard Thornton. To have him give a little shout out and give us, you know, a nice little review of our review. So thanks. Yes. Yeah. Which you'll have, you'll be hearing, so, I'm sure, uh, quite frequently. Yes. What we can get into now, buddy, <laughs> since we kind of were talking about it, let's talk about the your final thoughts, like your your ratings. <sighs> Final review. Okay, so we're we gonna do overall movie first. Is that how we're gonna set up, or Let's, do we want to do? Yeah, we'll movie? do horror movie first. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. We'll do horror movie, I guess, first. How... So, as a horror movie, I am going to rate this an eight point eight. I think it's a fair rating. I think the aesthetic is there. I think it pushes the envelope. I think it's very creepy. I think it has a great antagonist in it i think that the antagonist the more people watch it i think the longer he will live i think i don't know that he'll get pennywise fame but i think he's going to be close um, to that um i i give it an 8.8 i think that that's a solid horror movie ranking and i think it's especially a solid horror movie ranking for today because i personally don't see many horror movies like this that really get me in a spot where not i'm both uncomfortable and don't see where it's going. So I think I'll give it for horror movie. I'll give it an 8.8 and yeah, um, uh, my entertainment. No, I, I think that you'll like pretty, it. Pretty rad review. Like I would be personally as a horror fan and I'm probably going to hate myself because again, like the second time I watched it, I liked it more. And I'm sure the more I do watch it, the more I, I would like it. But I think I'm going to give it a 6.9 and yeah, but that's good. That's really good. Six like, trust me, nine. there's a lot of horror movies that would not touch that, you know. Uh, but as a horror movie, I because there's so many great horror movies that are like tens, and then you know, not so many like a yeah. couple sequels in there and stuff. But this is, I'm sure it's going to change in in time, and I'm probably going to hate that I gave it a six point nine right now. But as of right now, that's where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? Well, here's a good idea, guys. So we are, I guess it's a good time to bring in our other thing that sets us apart from most of these podcasts now. It's something called well, the double take. That's and what is the double take, DJ? Down the line, we review a movie, <laughs> like rewatch a movie and give it another review. And you'll get to vote on it. So, so the fans will get to vote on some. If there's something that that we say, like whatever our most, I guess, controversial 
movie review is at the end of, I think it's like two or three months, or are we doing it like a quarter? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll have to discuss it. But at the end of whatever it is, we're going to get our most controversial review, and we're going to put it as a poll. And it's going to be for you guys. And it's going to say, who gets to do a rewatch of it? So if there's a movie that I don't like, or EJ doesn't like, or flip side, maybe we like it, but you guys think that it's either a really good movie or it's not really good, you guys are going to get the vote and it's going to be a rewatch. So essentially what that does is we have to rewatch this movie and re-review it. So if there's a movie I hate, like District 9, and I think actually EJ hates that movie too, you could force us to rewatch this movie and put us through another what feels like Simply. 10 hours of torture in that movie. No, I, <laughs> um, I love that idea. And I also love the idea that uh, we are going to do suggestions. Like what we will, I, we want you guys to throw movies at us and we'll watch them and talk about them. But also we're going to each pitch a sh- like a movie at the end of this and you guys can vote uh, either my pick or Chris's pick <laughs> that we can review. Yeah. So that'll be, I, I think yeah. that's going to be the next one that we're going to do is we're going to actually put it for a vote. I'm going to throw one out there. <laughs> I, I know EJ's already thrown out Adam Sandler's Halloween, Halloween special on, uh-huh. on Netflix. Begrudgedly, <laughs> I'm going to put that up there as a, a debate choice. I will choose a different one. We're we're hoping when we do suggestions, so we're going to throw them out. We we will take suggestions too. We ask that there's no anthologies, kind of like Nightmare yeah, on Elm Street or Halloween, because once worry. you do one, I feel like you have to do them all. So, oh yeah, they they'll be done absolutely. I mean, I'm like one of the biggest Halloween fans you'll ever meet. So. Halloween is yeah. being done, and Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the Thirteenth. All of them are going to be done. It's just a matter of right now because we started a little bit on the later side, not enough, necessarily enough time to do them. So we're going to be throwing out some kind of yes. one one and done type type flicks, like The Terrifier. After this is done, I've already made a promise to uh, my friend Marisa that I'm going to be reviewing, or well, I should say, we're going to be reviewing. Hot Chick starring, oh my God, Rob Schneider, I think his name is. Does that sound about right? Rachel McAdams is in it. I didn't forget about you, Marisa. We're going to be doing it. (laughs) I didn't know she was in it. I know, the only thing I know about this movie, and this is the honest truth, is an argument that I was kind of a part of via the PlayStation chat, where my friend and his girlfriend, Marisa, we're arguing because she said Adam Sandler was in it, and my friend said he wasn't in I it. I can tell you right now. And I don't know if he's I actually don't. in it or not. I guess I'll find out. <laughs> he's in it. He's sure. in it. Sure. Just give me the spoiler. In I'm okay. The, the <laughs> shop, like the antique shop, oh. where they find the necklace that, you know, makes them change bodies. Uh, so, like, when the Rachel McAdams and Anna Ferris are in, are on a Ferris, are in there. Adam Sandler works in there and he's trying to sell them a box. He's like, yeah, this, this is a, yeah, like old box from Poland. He's like, you know, what's pretty cool. He's like, if you open this side, you could put your weed in there. <laughs> so this movie sounds terrible. And I have a feeling that I'm already going to have to do that. I feel like this is going to be the, the one that everybody's going to vote for no, me to do the double take on. I, I, I don't know. It sounds I terrible. 
but I remember liking it a lot. So I don't know. We'll see. So we're going to get to it. We'll definitely get to it. Now, back to the Terrifier. Let's give an overall score. So as a film movie fan, okay. which we both are, now, if, if 10 what is score like do you get it? The perfect movie. Yeah. Like Citizen Kane, Godfather, yeah. well, Gone with me, the Wind, it's a that type life. of um, film. But I would have to put this right in the middle it. somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I, I would maybe do like 5.5. Uh, which is better, you know what I mean? Like than most movies. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of close to like a. So it's weird. I, I'm close to like a, okay. a six, like maybe like a five point nine to six. It's not terrible, but as an average, because movie it's not terrible, person, right? Who would watch this movie? They might put it a lot lower, but I I like yeah. I don't know I as a fan of just film in general, I, it has to be like right in the middle for me. Um, like if I had to put like the original Halloween, that would be of course higher, you know what I mean? Or the shining. It, like they, to me, they're kind of like up there. Yeah. Perfect horror movies. Scream are higher. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, Scream, you know, everybody would in be that. a 10, you know? So, uh, just, as a film fan, but also as a horror fan, but yeah, I think I'll go five, sure. nine. I think five, nine is it's respectable. Yeah. 5.5 is not bad. So we're, we're in the same ballpark with it. I mean, it's not, it's not going to like your average film fan. It's not going to like wow them. You're not going to see like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, tour de force of acting here. You're not going to see crazy, you know, you're you're probably actually if you're if you're just a fan of film, and like you're someone that likes for the most part like movies like Citizen Kane and Godfather and Lawrence of Arabia, you're probably going to be really torn like torn apart by this movie. You're probably going to give it a zero. That's my personal opinion. You'll probably give it a zero, but if you want to see something that's going to like shock you <laughs> and terrify you, uh huh pun intended um you probably might lean more towards our view of it which is probably like a 5.5 to 5.9 it's it's somewhere in there it's not it's not a six i I don't think it's a six it's definitely not a seven it's it's like one of those mid-tier movies but if you're a horror movie fan i think that that changes the whole the whole game which is what we're We're trying to do we, we are as horror salty. movie fans, I guess we're kind of, and this is like a, yes, we're salty and we're mad because horror movies always get crapped on. And if you're listening to this and you're a horror movie fan, we're stand by us because we're we are going to take horror movies back. Yeah. We're going to take them back by- They deserve the recognition. Them, honestly. They're beautiful movies. Yes, they are. So- we're going to stick with us and we are going to take it back and we are going to review them honestly the way that people should review them. Because I've always been under the impression that not all great movies are fun movies and not all fun movies are great movies. That's just the way I always look at them. I can go see a movie like Hot Rod. I'm <laughs> never going to rank it a 10. It's not a, like the greatest movie. But did I really enjoy it? Dude, that movie's a 10. I bought the DVD, (laughs) and I watch it, and I laugh at it. It's an enjoyable movie. 
All right, All right, so let's let's, let's do the rewatch. <laughs> Actually, no, we'll he would enjoy plugs. that. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, you're going to run this poll on what Twitter and Instagram? I'm gonna roll uh, run it. I think mostly <laughs> on Instagram because I don't okay, know that anybody okay. knows that my Twitter um, exists, but so, I will run it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, my pick, obviously, is Hubie Halloween, baby, with Adam Sandler. It's currently on Netflix. Uh, vote for my movie because A, Adam Sandler's in it, B, Melissa Villasenor, who's probably my favorite SNL cast member of all time. Shut up. I well, No, no. You know what? Andy Sandberg's up there, too. Uh, no, but she's in it, and Keenan Thompson's in it, <laughs> day, and it's it takes place in Salem, so I think this is a great movie for October. Guys, pick my vote. Pick my movie. Pick EJ's movie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> okay, we're we're done with right. with this, like this Adam Sandler nonsense. I say that we do something even cooler, and by cooler, I mean Aww. we should do Fright Night, not. The remake, I'm, the original. Lose, I know, man. now I just tore you right in trend. For real. <laughs> so, sometimes you just have to break. Oh, See, you brought a knife, knife to a gunfight. I brought a, an ink pen <laughs> to a gunfight. <laughs> okay, I will change no, it because no, I really want to review Fright okay, Night. Fright Night versus Hubie and it's not. I don't you think that this is fair because nobody likes it. And, and, and guys, just make it. Guys, and if you no, pick no, no, Hubie no. Halloween, and I'll tell you I am done with Hubie this Halloween. podcast. First off, just kidding. Chris's reaction. <laughs> Do you want to see him upset more? Yes, vote for it. Second, guys, why not Hubie <laughs> Halloween? EJ Leeson <laughs> is behind this movie, and I think everyone should just listen to good old EJ. He's got your back. Get his back on this one. <laughs> that is accurate. However, oh. Do you want to know who would go straight in the face with EJ Leeson on this one? It would be EJ Leeson because Fright Night is one of his favorite all-time horror movies. And in fact, the last convention that we were supposed to go to, we were going to meet. Like, I think at least it was Chris Sarandon from Fright Night that we were going to go meet. And when Chris Sarandon backed out, EJ was not very happy. There's really no reason for me to go. Um... I really, I, I honestly was just going, even though I met Chris Sarandon so, before, like, I literally, I don't have his autograph, like a Fright Night me. autograph. I have it on, like, a play that I saw him in. So, like, yeah. Um, for real. <laughs> so, if you just want to hear us do for real references for an hour, you can pick Fright Night because I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to record like I'm doing now. I'm going to have an oh, apple in my hand. And every time EJ says something, I'm just so, going to bite it and go for real. If you guys want. Mr. I'm okay Vincent. with Fright Night, of course. But if you want to hear Chris complain the whole time, please pick Hubie Halloween on Netflix now. <laughs> but let's get into plugs, man. So the only thing I really have to plug is, um, of course, you guys, well, Chris will have all of our fourth cut stuff, but uh, my my buddy Rory, who will be coming on to this podcast to eventually do an episode, um, 
he is making he made like a short and it should be coming out pretty soon. Also, my buddy Adam Farley, uh, my childhood friend, one of the best guys in the whole world, he does music and you could check his music out on Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, and just type in Adam Farley music and he does basically no genre. I, it, it, you can't even put him in a genre because he does pop. He does a little bit of rock. He does a little bit of roll. He does a little bit of hip hop, a little bit of rap, a little R&B. The guy's all over the place. The music is beautiful and he is beautiful. So yeah, he does give it all. a checky looky looky loo. Definitely. Adam is, Easily. is to this Seriously. day one of the most talented the most people talented. I've ever met. Right. Oh, so, Chris, go ahead. Get into your plugs, bud. Uh, yeah, like we have an in. So, yeah, we have like an Instagram uh, for uh, Instagram.com slash fourth cut reviews. Give us a follow. Uh, I have a Twitter. I'm not sure exactly what the Twitter username is, but it's 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 there. I'm sure if you search fourth cut reviews, sure, it'll pop up. Uh, I don't really post too much on Twitter uh, because it it just it, it wasn't conducive to what yeah, I was trying to do. But there is like a Twitter. Instagram. We we and do guys, have an Instagram. Thank you so much. Um, always engage us. Yep. Thank you so much. And you know, we'll be back probably later this week to early this week for either Fright Halloween. Night or what, guys, whatever that crappy movie EJ suggested You're doing was. Yourself a favor. It's gonna make everyone feel wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll give it a fair shot. Our first episode. We really hope you enjoy it. And uh, Chris, you have a great night. Take care, guys. Uh